What up, Eagle Talk fam? It's Rosemary. And your boy, Corey Lewis. Not too long ago, we left everything familiar in our hometown of Chicago and relocated to Dallas. Since then, we've grown a seven-figure real estate business. And more importantly, a life that we absolutely love. Like many of you, we have been on the lonely side of building a business. And we know exactly how whack that can be. We also know success leaves clues, and that is why we created this space just for you. You don't have to go on this entrepreneurial journey alone. We got you. Let's Eagle Top. What up, Eagle Talk fam? What's up, guys? This is a special episode, number 121. Listen, I am already like... (laughs) (laughs) I'm already like, yep, let's talk about it. Mm -hmm. So for this episode, we are going to talk about the topic, don't put God in a box. Hey, man, look, we passed the collection plate (laughs) right now, okay? Okay, just go ahead and pass it. Um, Woo, just thinking about this. Uh, I'm I'm let my man like i'm gonna let my man start here go ahead Corey. take well, a we, we we have meetings and we come up with our episodes probably about a month in advance so mm-hmm. i've had time to sit and think about this episode um and as far as putting god in a box the first thing i thought about was the relocation here yeah and i thoroughly believe that god would not have relocated us to something that was going to be unsuccessful yeah yeah i think that our box was do we trust and believe or we do, do we depend on our own understanding for our current reality? Yeah. Does that make sense? It, it does. I, I'm going to even, I need to be honest. So, <laughs> I need to be honest, right? Is that even with us moving here, mm-hmm. and, and for those of you who may be newer to our podcast, Corey and I relocated um, from Chicago to Texas in 2014. Mm-hmm. We knew absolutely no, nobody. Was it 13? 13? No, it's 14. Okay. We knew absolutely nobody. Um, so this, like, on, on the outside looking in, and it was, it was a big faith move. Mm-hmm. However, I wasn't moving until I figured it all out, <laughs> Just if that makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. So it was, a fig, it was a big faith move, but... It was also, I don't know about you, but for me, it was calculated in the sense of when I figured out what I wanted, what we wanted to do. And I prayed, of course, but when I was able to figure out how it could work according to my understanding, that's when I was willing to move, Okay, if that makes sense. And for me, when I think about this topic, don't put God in a box, Mm -hmm. Because, by the way, we all put him in a box, right? We put him in a box based on what we think he will and can and all that stuff. I think about my cousin, Tony, Tony Estes. Mm. She's my Texas cousin. Like, we ain't ain't a a drop of real blood between us. But um, if if I brought Tony to this couch, and we will bring it here soon, you you can't tell me Tony ain't my cousin. Sequence and all. Like, like we be laughing, kicking it the whole night. But one time, Tony put something um, on the inter- on the internet, and it says something about like, um, I know God to be a clutch God. Mm-hmm. Like God is always clutch, and I and that actually resonated with me because what that re- showed me at that stage in my life is that I'd only I had limited God to only being clutch, mm-hmm. right? And, and this is what I mean. So my history is very, you know, um, 
had a lot a lot of trauma in terms of death. My brother was murdered, a lot of cancer. You know, I saw an on-time God being there when you need him. And, right. you know, and late in the midnight hour when you're crying out. Like, like yes, he came through in a clutch, mm-hmm. right? Then fast forward to our adult life, right? Um, experienced marriage trauma, um, financial hardships, wanting to have a baby and couldn't, then getting pregnant. Again, clutch God, mm-hmm. right? But when I saw that that meme, I literally, the first thought that came to my mind was, but do I trust him to be an abundant God, mm-hmm. right? Because I... I have regulated, and 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 I'm and I, I do understand that a lot of God's abundance, and, and I'm not just talking about things, y'all. And I understand that in His clutchness, He was being abundant. Right. But a lot of things, as it related to my life, especially at that point, I'd only regulated Him to being the one who comes in my time of of distress. Yeah. Or of I, I've you know I've that's just the way a that crisis. my relationship has, something has to be wrong. Relate like, but. Do I give myself permission to say, okay, God, this is what I feel like you're calling me to. And I'm going to trust you, even though I have absolutely no clue how this is going to come to pass. And whether that is a number that I'm desiring in a bank account to, you know, the way I want our marriage to look like I had to start putting myself in positions where I could believe. And I never forget getting back to us moving here that, um, you know, um, dreaming, dreaming has always been a challenge for me, not as much of a challenge now as it used to be. But I remember going for a walk in our neighborhood after we had just built our house, right. That I was doubtful the whole time. <laughs> I doubt it the whole time. Like, I'm like, okay. Like I was thought God was going to come through in the clutch and like save us and give us a nice apartment when the house didn't go through. <laughs> right. Never crossed my mind. Because you, because you've been believing for abundance, but I remember going for a walk in the neighborhood, and you know, just where we live is nothing that my little south side of Chicago mind could could dream up. And I remember walking, and I'm looking at neighbors waving. The weather was beautiful. The, you know, there was like a sprinkle, not a sprinkler, but like a little lake. You know, the man-made lakes yeah. in front of our neighborhood. And I thought of Ephesians 3.20 that we said forever. And I and I started to dream. On that walk, I started to dream for my life. And then I started bawling because I was like, oh, my gosh. That verse says, now unto him who is able to do exceedingly and abundantly more above all we could ask or think according to the power that worketh within us. And I thought, like, if I'm finally being able to dream bigger than I've ever dreamed, but scripture is telling me and I'm living that what I dream is no comparison for what he will do in and through my life. Mm -hmm. It was like, like I just started bawling because I really kind of gave myself permission at that point to get God out of the box that I put him in. No, I like that. And I was right there with you through a lot of those emotions and everything that we went through. Going back to what I said is I definitely did not think that he would relocate us here and we would become unsuccessful. Now, full disclosure, and I said this in the mastermind, I had no idea what the relocation would look like. Yeah. We I thought had, we were just coming kind of work. Well, I, I had no idea, um, you know, not really the time frame. I had no idea what I was doing when I f- figured out how to build the house. I, I had no idea. 
I didn't think that I would do real estate here. Yeah, I thought, thought that, that you would be I thought that everything forth. I would still be doing would be, be doing with real estate in Chicago and the barber school in Chicago, right? So I'm, I'm gonna be the first to say, I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah, you put them you in know? the box of your expectations, exactly. Right, but and the mistakes that were made, I was dependent on myself. Yeah, Ooh. right. Talk about it. Talk about so, it. So I'm just, I'm just giving. It's what. Six years later, yeah. how long we been? Five, five, six years later. So now I can kind of, I can kind of go back and and think about how I was thinking, yeah. And then how I would think about it now, right? Um, I recently heard something. They were talking about these these athletes, football players and NBA players, from from adolescence to high school to uh, college to professional sports. How they depended on their own abilities mm-hmm. and people hyping them up and everything that they can do within the sport. But 70% of them, when they got out of the sport, either got divorced, bankruptcy, drug addiction, like, because they were, they were, they were depending on that version of themselves. Yeah. And what he said was confidence that they had, that they thought they had in themselves is not real confidence. Your confidence is built on discipline, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that's what most people don't understand. We're at the age and at the experiences now to where we're disciplined to know, to stay the course and not to lean on ourselves. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, no, no. It makes complete sense. That's what our lives sense. look like now. Now we're disciplined in that area as opposed to when we were going through the trials and tribulations. We weren't disciplined. We was It was, if it stuck to the wall, it was what yeah. it was, right? Yeah. That's That's not the way it works. The discipline comes from, or the confidence comes from from the discipline and and the ability to be willing to hear and do. Yeah, well, God, the, the alignment piece, exactly. Right? No, I, I'm thinking about. Okay, so a couple weeks ago, y'all, uh, we we told y'all about our mastermind group in in episode 120. Mm-hmm. Go back and listen to it mm-hmm. um, about creating a mastermind. Yeah. But with the mastermind group, uh, we decided that we would do a goal setting session. And we were intentional about doing a goal setting session in October uh, for a few reasons. One being, you know, we wanted to start to set our intentions for the next year and beyond early. Yeah. But also, like, we want to finish the year strong, right? Mm. So we thought that doing it earlier would would um, help fuel that. And it definitely has. Yeah. Um, but I remember the first time I went to a goal setting deal, right? And it was probably when I first got into real estate, 2017, 2018. It would be so hard for me to dream, mm. right? Um, it was so hard because I was a teacher. Even in a room full of dreamers? In a room, it, it, like I was uncomfortable. Like I felt like I felt like my skin was crawling in a room full of dreamers mm. because I could not dream and just yeah. go with me here. I grew up with a dream for my life. And we've shared that story before of like, when you asked me what my dream was and I just kind of, I was 26, like all my dreams came true. And you said, well, why haven't you dreamed again? Right. Well, you know, in my role as a teacher and mom and wife and all that stuff, like in terms of dreaming for my life, I was just going through the rigmarole, right? I was, I was, and, and, and didn't see nothing wrong with it. Let me just say that. Like I was going through the motions of going to work, of getting my summers off, of maybe going on one trip, you know, like going through the motions. So when I was put, and, and I was okay with that because remember my, my background and my history of losing my siblings almost made me feel guilty for 
just living. Mm-hmm. So so when it was time for me to be in those rooms with those dreamers and I'm forced to, okay, how much money you want to make and what do you want your family to look like and what do you want your business to look like? It was so hard for me to do. Mm-hmm. It was so hard for me to do. And I think that it was hard for me to do, which is different than what it is now, is, um, is because it wasn't tied to a greater why, mm. right? So when I think about not putting God in a box, I think before I only thought about it from my perspective, but when I limit what God is doing and what I'm allowing him to do through me or what what's allowed to do through me Mm -hmm. um, or believe in him for greater, what I'm doing is I'm limiting his witness, right? I'm limiting my witness for, for what kingdom living looks like. Right. Mm -hmm. So now the thing now is like, when I think about what, I desire for my life. Um, I'm happy to say that I am a dreamer. Yeah. I was just listening to Art Williams. He said, if, "A man without it, if you're not, if you don't have a dream, you're dead, mm-hmm. <laughs> right?" Um, and that is true because if if we are just kind of um, mundanely going through life, then we are limiting. Like we, we we're wasting away our talents. Yeah. We're not doing what we're supposed to do with our talents. But on the flip side, like I don't want to be superficial. Like I don't want these things in life that like why do you want the G wagon? You know what I'm saying? Why do you want the vacations? Mm-hmm. And I think what our goal setting session did for me was that it tied it to a why. And I'm thinking about like one of the people, like it's not that he just want to lose weight. It's that he wants to be healthy and fit to be around for his kids because his father wasn't around for him. Yeah. You know, so when we actually tie, you know, the desires of our hearts into a why, and then we open our arms and say, okay, Lord, if you have me, let's go for it. It 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 will do so much, not just for ourselves, but for everybody else that's around us. No, I like that. I um I clearly sent you and five other people something yesterday. Gary V dropped a, a clip and he was talking about the next six to twelve months is the time not to be spending a lot of money. Yeah. It's time to be, you know, saving some money, paying off your bills, don't create any more debt. Um, don't go out and make any big purchases, cars, jewelry, whatever, whatever, right? Just because of the times that we're in. I clearly woke up this morning and sent you a house. And I said, <laughs> we need to, I'm curious to, to, to talk to this building. Yeah, right. Now, builder? this is not a three-month situation, right? This is me having forward thinking for maybe two, three years down the line. Right. I don't know. The, the, the thing is the abundance mindset, right? Yeah. We're always there. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be now. Yeah, it's it's all future, right? Yeah. That's what that's what this is anyway. We're not. I mean, yeah, you you're living in the presence, but you're always thinking future. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um. So so that's what I'm thinking about as as you're talking about that. Now going back to the boxiness of placing God, I think that conversations like this and with others help that. Yes, it does. Yes, right? it does. Because you get a chance to 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 hear witness, or you get a chance to Here's just the different things. And I'm not talking about stuff. We we expect the house yeah, and the car, is- right? You that that is what it is. The miracle, right? Yeah. The 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 things that that you didn't know that just takes your breath away or blows your mind. It's like I had no idea. You know, like because that's when you see the real power. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like Absolutely. at least for me. No. Um so I, I that's my walk right now. That, that's what how I'm living. That's how I'm I'm believing. I, I shared that. It was amazing that three years ago, Corey came and was like, didn't really know 
if there is or if there wasn't, right? Yeah, he was but, like, I don't know about my faith. Yeah. I mean, like, I know what y'all tell me. I mean, he he's a kid. Well, he's a kid. He's, he's a young adult. But he's like, I, I just, you know... He was wrestling, and I think that we all get to that point at some point. I did when I was a little younger. He was wrestling with, okay, this is y'all's faith, but where, like, I, I need to decide where my faith was. Right, right, right. What does that look like in my life? Yeah. And, and, I, and I'm, whatever today's date that this comes out, I'm, I'm honored to say that he has went to the Young Adult Bible Study pretty much every Monday, yep. you know, for the last couple of months or whatever. He surprised us and volunteered on a Saturday. Yeah. Um. So it's, it's he's serving and he, but but he needed like he needed space to figure out God himself. And, but what and, he did was not to cut you off. He made a decision. He, he made, made a, decision a decision to lean in. Yes. Ooh. Yes. That's yes, what happened. Yes. And, and and that's a big one. So so I I, I want to give this because I know that you have somebody like me. Um, who is who was tunnel vision? Mm-hmm. I was tunnel vision. Mm-hmm. Who might say, okay, I know I'm gonna be clutch, but I don't know about abundance because when I look at my situation, when I look at everything around me, yeah. um, I don't know what that looks like. So this is what I'm going to encourage you to do. Exposure is everything. Yeah. Um, I can get God out of the box I've put him in the more I spend time with him. There you go. The more that I, you know what I'm saying, regulate. Like, literally, I was on a walk today. I know the people think I'm crazy. Like, literally looking at the beautiful sky. And I was just like, you did that. Like, if you did that, come on now. You know, and I'm like so excited. But I have to spend time with him. I have to spend time in his word. I have to get to understand him. And not the secondhand, you know, what the preacher is feeding me, but literally time by myself. And now I can trust in you. This is so weird, but I'm thinking about Briani, right? Briani. Briani got the best greens in the world. Okay, so this is what he said. So Briani is um, a, a young lady that I met at church, had the pleasure um, of just doing life with her, discipling her. When I first met Briani, though, I met her because she was catering, actually, our pastor's birthday party. And when I walked in, I looked at her. I put her in a box. <laughs> Five feet, 100 pounds was soaking wet. Yeah, I I was like, you too skinny to cook good. Right, like, right, like ain't, right. no, ain't no way you yeah. can cook good. Right. But listen, let me tell you something. The more time I spent with Briani, mm-hmm. every time she make a dish for me, I am like eating crow yeah. because she is probably one of the best culinary people I've ever met in my life. Her food is absolutely delicious, but it took me to get to know her intimately and personally. Wow. Right? It took me to spend time with her. It took me to try, mm-hmm. right? To try what she was offering me. And now I have complete faith. If Brianni come and tell me right now, like, uh, I'm, I'm a, I don't know what she gonna come up with. I'm eating whatever she puts in front of me yeah. because I trust in her ability. Yeah. And the challenge is that a lot of us cannot trust in God's ability because we don't really know him. Mm. But the more we get to know him, then we can trust in his ability outside of our ability. Like we trust in in God, as far as we know what we can do, but beyond what we can do, we don't trust in him. And that's why as we are closing, I just want to share this, you know, this year I got some really big goals, yeah. you know, as you and, should. And, and goals that scare me goals that when I look at what I am working with right now, I have no clue how they're going to work out. Mm -hmm. But they should be like that, right? Because they should be like that because I want to be able to point it all back to God. But here's the next thing, because this is what some people ask. Some people want set goals because you don't want to get disappointed. Nothing on my goal list, though, do I want more than I want him. Mm. 
So if for whatever reason, you know, um, this desire in my heart isn't fulfilled at the time or ever, yeah. I, we got to want God more than what we want from God. Mm. Um, but we got to be able to dream. We got to be able to to move. I, I just read, a. am reading a book. We are both reading it. Um, 10X is better than 2X. And the, the guy, he said, Dan Sullivan, he said, the way to have a better present is to be always dreaming of a bigger future. Mm. So we have to be dreaming. We yeah. have to be going towards it. And, and knowing that, you know what I'm saying, I don't have to limit or regulate God only to what he has done previously or yeah. what I can see. But in order to really do that and be in that space, you got to know who he is, yeah. right? You And you have to allow him to push you. You can't just keep doing that, you know, Staying in that safe space. You got to let the skinny little girl from New Orleans cook you a turkey. Yeah. And then you realize, yeah. like, you know what? Okay, this is, bigger. This, yeah. is, this is bigger and better than I thought it would be. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't say anything after that. because <laughs> No, because, you. I mean, again, talking about Corey leaning in, you, you're talking about being open, right? Um, that's good enough for me for this episode. I, I can't give too much. I think the points were hit. I hope they were received and understood. Um but probably one of my favorite episodes of the season so far because yeah. it's, it's a vulnerable space. Uh, we gave our real life examples, but I think that people need to think about their situation. Yeah. And th you know? that, that's where we want to leave you. Like yeah. really lean in, um, you know, let, let 2024 as we, you know, are approaching the holiday season and all that. Let's not let this be another year of not even shoulda, coulda, wouldas, but I, I like, I'm not even going to dream for it because yeah. I don't believe for it. Yeah. So let this be that one year where you really tap into who you are, whose you are, and why you were created. Yeah. All right, guys, we're going to thank you all for um, choosing to sit with us today. Hopefully you got something out of it. Episode 121, Don't Put God in a Box, and we'll see you all on the next one. See you soon. Bye, Bye Eagles. Y'all.